Hey y'all, my name is Cord Schultz. And I'm Cody Enderley, and we're with Christians at Texas State. And today we're getting into part two of chapter two of uh, our reading we've been doing, The Spirit and Service in Spirit. And uh, chapter two that we mentioned the first part last week um, is entitled, Our Spirit Having Been Deadened and Made Alive. And so we, mm-hmm. we covered part one last week. Mm-hmm. Now, today, we're going to cover mm-hmm. part two. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we can offer like a brief recap um, yeah. about you know what we talked about in the previous chapter or in the previous section. First, I think it's important to mention that our spirit was deadened, right, because of the fall and it mm-hmm. lost its function. Um, yeah, and man, you know, man did not realize he had a spirit, right. Um, and so what happened was the soul and the flesh rose up to become our person. Mm-hmm. So man took the soul and the flesh as uh, its its person, as our being, rather than God and our spirit right. as our source, right. as our life. Yeah. Um, or our person is another right. way to kind of say that. Yeah. But hallelujah. Amen. God's, God's salvation saved us out of the flesh. Amen. Man fell, the spirit was deadened, but God has come in and he saved us out of the flesh, crucified and dealt with our flesh and imparted his divine life into our spirit. Amen. Thus enlivening our spirit. Good. And yeah, causing us to become alive. Our spirit has made it alive in Christ. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So so I think on at the end of page 29, um, it mentions, I'm going to read this. It mentions uh, that he wants to enliven our deadened spirit by himself as the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Or as the some people call it the life giving spirit. Sure. So he wants to impart his life into us mm-hmm. as the life giving spirit. He wants to be our savior inwardly to save us from within. Amen. That's good. And, and that might have been where we ended off on what page yeah, page twenty nine at God's salvation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So we get into the next part. Mm-hmm. The next bold point is man's erroneous understanding. Yeah. So this is quite clear that because as a result of the spirit being deadened, right now our understanding of who God is mm-hmm. and who we are, yeah, actually, right, totally. um, yeah. is is we're misinformed. Yeah. We're um, we don't quite understand from yeah. God's perspective, right, who we are and who He is. Yeah. So we need to be a, we need an adjustment. You know, we need a spiritual adjustment today. Right. right? And in this subpoint too, man's erroneous understanding. Uh, first of all, I want to point out that erroneous. What mm-hmm. erroneous means yeah. is uh, this implies that that man has an incorrect or misinformed understanding, okay, like you yeah. were saying. Yeah. That you know, erroneous means misinformed or, or incorrect. Mm-hmm. And that's our first, like you said, that's our first. That's our result of our spirit being deadened. And maybe we can just get into that. What that. What yeah. this erroneous understanding is, yeah, and what the Lord's intention is, right, yeah. right, yeah. So in thirty, right there on page thirty, um, the the burden there regarding our our misunderstanding, our mis um, misinformed understanding is specifically regarding um, our idea yeah. of who God is mm. and how God is carrying out. Yes. His salvation in us, right? Um, yeah. And I think that we all need to 
we need to be sober-minded when we come to this situation, this, mm-hmm. um, this idea, um, so that it doesn't just stay an idea, but it becomes our experience. Right. That's good. It becomes yeah. subjective. Right. And, and not just uh, a doctrinal mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We're, yeah, we're not here like trying to like understand completely. You know, in our, we're not trying to use our soul, our mind to understand. We want to use our spirit, mm, right? Yeah. And that's, and we want to enter into that. So we want to experience this. And I think that um, moving on from here, that, you know, our, our idea is that God, I think we've all had this idea that, that God wants to save us in an outward way, right? Yeah. That, and this is also what, if you look in the Bible, if you look in the Gospels, you can see where a lot of the people that were around Jesus, they all thought that he wanted to save them in an outward way, like such as yeah. like giving them food, healing them, um, you know, healing them from demons, you know, just being their king. Sure. You know? And he is yeah. a king, but he's a king in a different in a different way. Yes. Um, so, um, you know, he's not trying, He's he's not, he didn't come to give us some outward teaching to make us better in our behavior yeah. or conduct. Yeah. He came to give us a new life. Amen. So, yeah, maybe we can get into the this these points in the Gospels. I know John 3, John 3 mentions, a, if you look at John 3, it mentions Nicodemus. And Nicodemus, he thought Jesus was a rabbi. I mean, he thought Jesus was a rabbi, a teacher to teach us to better ourselves. Yeah. You know, he was like, wow, you, you know, I know you're from God. You're a great teacher. Um, so he, so Nicodemus had this concept, hey, right. Jesus is coming to teach us to be moral people. Yeah, he said, yeah, it's, he referred to Jesus as rabbi, mm. right? Yeah. When Jesus, when he came to him in right, the night. Right, that's true. Yeah, so that was his concept, was mm. that, you know, we come to Jesus to learn a lesson right. um, on how to be a good Christian. <laughs> For him, it was, how do yeah. I be a good Jew? Right. right. How do yeah. I worship God? Yeah. Uh, according to the scriptures that we've received from Moses. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, uh, one of the matters that is mentioned here is that in John six you mm. have the example where many uh, come to Jesus. Yeah. You know, you have the the great crowds that come to Jesus mm-hmm. um, to see him. You know, perform miracles, to feed them, to heal them. Right. Um, and I'd even say that you know many of us today, many believers today are distracted right. with these things, um, right. even even now. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I was a young believer, I was. Uh, it's pretty impressive to see all of these things, and right. of course we believe that the Lord can do them, you mm-hmm. know, today. Yeah. Um, but when our focus becomes those things rather than the person. Of right. Jesus, yeah, who is saving us today, right, right where we are, yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I mean, the the emphasis really is that Jesus is in our spirit to save us in an inward way, right, and not to be necessarily distracted with yeah. these outward things, right? Because He was bringing in. I just want to touch upon this. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, go ahead. What we were yeah. talking about earlier, how the right. Old Testament right. is a picture. Yeah. It's like a, you know, the Bible is like a picture book, really. You have in the Old Testament all of the pictures, mm-hmm. right? And then in the New Testament is when we have the subtext, the right. subscript yeah. underneath the photo, like if you're at a gallery. And and this subscript, the, sub, the text there, 
describes specifically what is going on in the scene. And so right. this is the Bible here. And who Jesus is, is the very person who bridges the gap. Yeah. He brings us from the Old Testament mm-hmm. types and figures yeah. and examples and brings us into the New Testament reality, which is accomplished in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow. there's a lot there. Yeah. But it's really amazing to know the Jesus that we have. Mm-hmm. It's not just one who wants to perform these outward things. Yeah. It's one who wants to come into us to be right. an inward reality. Right. Amen. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and I, I, I like this part that you were mentioning that, you know, we can be distracted that we would just merely think that God's trying to save us in a in an outward way. But He's He wants to save us. He wants to give us a new life. Give us a new he life. He gave Nicodemus a new life. You know, he, he you know, he, he said that at least he, he wanted to. Yeah, he wanted to give him. <laughs> and I think he originally eventually did later on. But but uh yeah, that that is something else that God's intention is not to be outside of us, but he wants to be inside of us. Yeah. He wants to be in our spirit and he wants to be with us all. We can contact him all the time. Amen. You know, the disciples, they they uh, in, in when Jesus was on the earth, they could only contact him when he's around them. Yeah. But Jesus became the spirit and that's his intention is God wants to be in your spirit. Yeah. He wants to be in our spirit and he can come into our spirit and be with us all the time. Yeah. 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 So let's take a look at, you know, uh, the next point, the Lord's leading and revelation. Um, which is God's solution. God's solution to this issue of our spirit being deadened. Um, and so the point here on 31, he mentions, so Nicodemus, you know, going back to this one who is a Pharisee, a well-known Pharisee, came to Jesus in the night. You know, he thought that he needed, like we mentioned, a better teaching Mm. to help him to be more godly. Right. Right. but I like the what the phrase here that is mentioned yep. here on 31, uh, almost at the bottom there. Right. It says, no matter how much he was taught and corrected right. in his outward conduct or behavior, he still could not be saved inwardly. Wow. And uh, this is a theme that's going on throughout this chapter. Yeah. To see... Yeah. Uh, the difference between being saved outwardly right. and the New Testament reality. Yeah. The hope we have in Jesus is to be saved right. inwardly day right. by day. Yeah. And, I, and you know, because when, when man sinned, there was a problem. There wasn't a problem outwardly with man. There was a problem inwardly. His spirit yeah. became deadened. Yeah. And he was unable to contact God. And this is what I like this point that the Lord... In Nicodemus' situation, the Lord tried to show him that he needed a new life. Mm. He needed to be regenerated. Okay, yeah. And, and, and it's kind of, a, there's a funny term we like to use too. He, it's called regenerated. We like to take that word regenerated and say, we need to be regenerated. We need to be given a new gene. Yeah, new a new, yeah. Yeah, a new A new life. You, wow. know? you know, we have this life we were created, but, yeah. then, we, but then sin entered in. Mm. And now we need a new life. We need yeah. God's life. We need to be recovered back to that intention. Wow. So we need a new, we need to be regenerated to yeah. receive a new set of genes, God's gene. Unfortunately, he could not grasp this. Nicodemus could not grasp this with his mind. He was trying to understand it. Yeah. And if you read in John 3, it's, it's actually kind of a humorous 
uh, dialogue between Jesus and yeah. Nicodemus. He, but um, Nicodemus was not able to grasp this with his mind, as only the uh, the spirit you can only comprehend you can only comprehend God's life with your spirit. Yeah, God's spirit. That's why He gave you that organ, like we talked about in the previous weeks. Yep, He gave you an, an organ, the spirit, to contact God's spirit. Wonderful. So, That's great. Therefore, God has to enter into us. God yeah. has to enter into us as the Spirit to be our life, our salvation. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's good. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then what do we have to do? You know, So God created a solution mm. to this issue. So now, you know, what is our response? Mm-hmm. And I think that we find that on, uh, where does that get? I think that, oh yeah, page 33 here. Okay, yeah. Do you want to read that bold point? Yeah. So, um, yeah, contacting the Lord from within. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Lord is now in our spirit. When we when we, we, we have to understand that he wants to come into our spirit. We don't contact him in an outward way. We contact him from within. Mm. Uh, John 2, 23 through 25, a really good verse you found. For yeah. Us. We were quite ecstatic in finding that, but uh, let's, uh, <laughs> of course, going to get us there real quick. Yeah, let's let's read that real quick here. Yeah, right. you, I guess I could just read it here. You read twenty three. I read twenty four, and you finish up. I guess. Sweet. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed into his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus himself did not entrust himself to them, for he knew all men. And because he did not need anyone to testify concerning man, for he himself knew what was in man. In man. He knew what was in man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. He knew what was in man. And what was in man, brother? A deadened spirit. Wow. Yeah. This is why he did not entrust himself. Mm-hmm. to man because they were more interested in the outward things. Yeah. Feed me, you know. Yeah. We, cast out know, this demon we, from me. Yeah, yeah, cast out the demons, feed me with bread, mm-hmm. feed, you know, all of these right. things to satisfy me here and now. Right. But really, that doesn't accomplish God's purpose in eternity. Wow. That, That's you know, they, if, if they, yeah. uh, you know, even when, when uh, Lazarus was resurrected, mm-hmm. yeah, he's still going to die again. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's an amazing miracle. Yeah. But actually, what we need is mm-hmm. to be saved inwardly by his eternal life, by right. his spirit and our spirit. This actually will bring us yeah. to his goal. Yeah. Um, and that it brings us into eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not merely saving us today. Right. Yeah. And, and and I like these examples in the gospels. They're good. You know, these this was it was it was a good thing for him to, to feed the five thousand and to cast out demons, but these only took care of it took care of the body needs. It took mm-hmm. care of the soul needs, but it didn't take care of the spiritual needs. Wow. And that's what we're doing is the Lord, he wants to care for our spirit because mm-hmm. he created the spirit specifically for us to contact him. Yeah. It's not for us to do anything else. It's just for us to contact God. Amen. So that's, I really appreciate that, that yeah. this point is mentioned. Um, I think the top of page 34, right? It's a good little portion. Yeah. <clears throat> it says, those who, uh, let me read that. This is the top of page 34. Those who came to the Lord for healing only contacted the Lord with their body outwardly, but they did not contact him inwardly with their spirit. Therefore, they could not please God 
or be entrusted by him. No one who merely contacts the Lord outwardly will be able to please him and be entrusted by him. Only by contacting him with the Spirit and receiving him with the heart can one allow him to accomplish what he wants to do in them. That is, to give him the life of God. God, Amen. he wants to give us the life of God. Amen. He wants to give us a new life. Yeah. He didn't just want to give us one act yeah. or one miracle or sign. He wants to give us his life. Amen. Uh, uh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, next we can look at uh, John 6, I yeah. think was also mentioned uh, yeah. right after that point. Mm -hmm. It says that, <clears throat> you know, Jesus, he showed the disciples, you know, he showed the disciples in the crowds that he was not satisfied, like we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. with merely believing in the miracles. Right. Um, and I think, and Brother Lee stresses um, the outward way. Right. Um, the outward rather than the inward. Right. There has to be an, a shift or an adjustment in our mindset um, because he desires to impart himself as the spirit of God, you know, into them. Mm -hmm. So how is this done? Well, uh, you know, Jesus reveals that it is by his words wow. that we will receive him yeah. as spirit and life in right. John 6. Later on, um, you know, it is the spirit who gives life. Uh, the flesh profits nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so his spirit, the words that I speak are spirit and life. There you go. That's what he says. Yeah. What is that, 663? 663, yeah. And uh, so, you know, we see that his spirit is embodied in his words for yeah. us to receive. It's a critical point that he shared. Yeah. And about mid-paragraph on page 34, mm -hmm. it says, Our words which come from within us are expressions of our inner being. Right. The Lord's words are expressions of what he is within. Yeah. He is spirit and life within. Hence, his words are his expressions of spirit and life. Mm. And that just reminded me of yeah. Matthew twelve thirty four. Right. You know, where Jesus says that mm. out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. So we can see, you know, that it's in our words that these become our expression. Right. What is inwardly, what is in within us. Yeah you know, is expressed through our words. And so who is Jesus? He is one who expresses God's word. Right. Um, and this I, is, yeah, and this is saying that, you know, that, like you said, in John six sixty three, the flesh profits nothing, mm. but the spirit gives life, right? Mm. And the words which I have spoken are spirit and life. He could do all these outward things. You know, he could feed people. He could care for them. In a, in a, in, you know, he could take care of their flesh, but their flesh, it would profit nothing. They yeah. needed to receive yeah. his life, his spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the spirit gives life. Amen. And the spirit would take care of all these things. Yeah. And it would be, it would, it would become our expression. You know, I've received mm -hmm. the Lord now. Now, when I speak, it, it, it's the Lord speaking. Mm -hmm. You know, when, if I'm in spirit, yeah, I have to sure. turn to my spirit. Though. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah so. There's just a lot of power with the word, right? right? With the yeah. Bible, the you know, I just I hope that you have a Bible, right? You know, because if you do, you have God's mm. words. Amen. You know, it's called the Word of God for a reason. We actually have there's a lot yeah. of words in there, mm -hmm. and it is all God's words. It's right. all God breathed. Um, 
and in it, you know, we can even we can pray to him. Right. Sometimes we can we can use the words, his words, to pray to him. Wow. And um, and yeah. his words become spirit and life to us. They become living. Right. And uh, and then within us, faith mm-hmm. increases. Right. And we participate with God yeah. in an inward salvation, right? Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, ultimately, of course, he enlivens our formerly deadened spirit. Enli- yeah, that's a big point. That's the one of the main. Yeah, the main point is that mm-hmm. he enlivens our formerly deadened spirit because that's how we contact God is mm-hmm. through the Spirit, right? Yeah. And I also want to real quick want to point this out. A lot of people, a lot of believers, pray this prayer: mm-hmm. "Lord, give me more faith." Mm-hmm. If you want more faith. You need to get into the Word, mm. and you need to pray to the Lord with His Word, mm. and contact Him with your spirit. Yeah, and that's how you'll have more faith. You'll, like you said, your faith will be increased, yeah. and you'll participate mm. with God because mm. that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to cooperate with Him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then we just for the sake of time, right? I hope you go into this book chapter page 35 mm-hmm. on page 35 there's a really great example of philip um yeah. also of jesus coming you know to his disciples as the spirit yeah. yet man at the same time yeah. and um you know and really how we can enjoy his presence yeah. as the spirit today right so please do get into that you're going to really enjoy it but there's just too much for us to touch upon right and we'd like to get into this last point kind of summarize everything yeah this last sub point uh, the, the last sub point is the spirit being made alive hmm. and uh, just real quick to highlight formerly our spirit was deadened mm-hmm. but once we believed into him first we believed into him yeah second we prayed to receive him as our life and and thirdly we were baptized into his name the holy spirit mm. it's entered he has entered into our spirit yeah and enlivened hey, he's man. enlivened our spirit and he's brought us his life uh his eternal life has come into us yeah that's Amen. that's what it means to be given his eternal life mm. is our spirit was enlivened mm. and we can now contact him wow we can now live by this life we don't live by another life we don't live by an, in an outward way we live by this life this inner yeah. life in us wow that's living by faith i would say so yeah yeah that is good wow that's just faith it's mm. just christ wow yeah yeah that's awesome and i think that last point you you probably read that last this is point. really yeah so yeah. this kind of helps us to bring us back even to the title right. so yeah. what happens is that once we experience and are saved in our spirit, our innermost part, mm-hmm. right? We're enlivened yes. by the spirit of God. You know, our spirit, it just naturally, it delights in serving and worshiping God. Wow. It delights in all of the things that God's life does naturally. Yes. Wow. It, God loves uh-huh. preaching the gospel. <laughs> wow. God loves, uh, you know, uh, worshiping. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's probably where this glorifying. desire for us to serve, you know, our desire when we get saved, that's where our desire to serve the Lord is, mm. is, is in our spirit. Mm-hmm. But we don't, you know, we, we want to, we want to allow the Lord to, to gain more of mm-hmm. us. 
You know, we, we may yeah. just be getting a little taste of the Spirit. We want to have the full extent of the Spirit, and we want the Spirit to fully operate in us. Yeah. And I like that. That's good. Wow. Delights in serving and worshiping God. Amen. Wow. Well, good. Well, I think this is a good place to end. Yeah. Um, maybe we can just, uh, we can say Philemon, Philemon one twenty five together. Okay. That's yeah. a good verse. That is, yeah. Very good. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit.